Hey everybody, this episode of the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast is brought to you by Wolf Tracks t-shirts and design. Wolf Tracks t-shirts and design can make you all sorts of cool shit. Um, I know there's a lot of places where you live and on the internet where you can buy t-shirts, and if you want the stupid looking fucking ones that the YMCA buys, then by all means, go down the street and let someone fuck up your fucking t-shirts. But if you would like really well-made shit uh, with cool in-house artists doing original stuff for you, then get a hold of Wolf Tracks T-shirts and designs. They have their in-house artist Steve Likens, the owner and operator of the business, can put together any kind of artwork you need for anything, and it won't be just the basic bullshit clip art stuff you see on fucking makeatshirt.com. And don't is, get us wrong; you can get that if you'd like. Oh, they'll they'll make you that kind of <laughs> stuff too, and they'll make it better than the regular places will. But, but. Um, if shining, you want something shining. really, really cool and unique for your brand or your band or your event or anything that you got going on where you could use T-shirts, um, get a hold of Wolf Track T-shirts and designs. They ship to anywhere in the U.S. And if you call them right now and tell them that you heard about it on the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast, you will receive a free setup, which means any kind of basic art or design for like regular stuff you would get for free. You would just pay for the shirts. So that's a really good deal. The phone number, 910-538-2474. Again, that's 910-538-2474. Or find them on Facebook, Wolf Tracks Designs, or T-shirts and Designs. We will put a link to them on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, so, And they're sponsoring the podcast. And you're going to see this week we'll put some cool artwork that they did for us, our new logo. We will put that up on the Facebook page and the website and everywhere. It'll be our new logo. So it'll be good fucking stuff. all over the place. Keeping it so. fresh, yeah. You'll see just how good a work that uh, Steve and everybody over there at Wolf Tracks does. So, uh, yeah, give them a holler one more time, 910-538-2474, or find them on Facebook. And um, you'll be dealing directly with the owner, with the artist, not just some generic website-type shit where you don't really know what you're getting until the day you open the box up whenever it shows up (laughs) at your house. Um, So, yeah, get a hold of them. Good stuff. Here we go. Welcome to the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. Uh, I am Ian Maxwell, as always. And I am Josh Custer. I was going to try to come up with some, <laughs> like, Josh the Hammer, but I have, I have <laughs> Got nothing, nothing. <laughs> I do like the hammer, however. Uh, welcome back, and this is episode nine. Uh, we is. are back after a little bit of a uh, an accidental hiatus, uh, both on the waves and uh, on Facebook. Yes, yes. So... To sum up what happened with us, we started, when we tried to start making our Facebook page, um, it wouldn't accept our name, Freshly Baked Crackers. And I, because I'm not racist and don't think about stupid shit like this, or I'm not like overly fucking uh, easily offended or or, or overly uh, weak. Right, right, right. So I didn't think anything about race, even though we do, you know, 
wink at it being it's sort of a joke crackers, on us, we yeah. still. So I thought, well, it's not letting us make a Facebook page because it thinks that we are trying to make one for like pie or like chicken noodle soup right. or something. We just like, enjoy crackers. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck. All right, we would need to get this thing launched. I'll just make a personal page for someone <laughs> named Freshly Baked Crackers. I didn't know what else to fucking do. <laughs> right. So after a few months of us doing this now, we tried to I tried to log in the other day and Facebook is just like, Hey bro. And Facebook <laughs> Facebook <laughs> is a twenty-one or twenty-year-old fucking college kid. Yeah, of course. Hey, hey bro, <laughs> uh, I, we see that you're trying to use this uh, personal page for business. Um, can you migrate that over to a fucking business page for us? We'd appreciate quick. it. And we're like, yeah, that's all cool. And no it's big like, deal. just download your information, then you can bring all your friends and make them followers and blah blah blah. Sounds so reasonable. Shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Well, it still won't accept our name. <laughs> And then it won't let us change the name because <laughs> if we change it to something else, it says that we're deviating too far from what the the personal <laughs> the, page right. was named. So after a while, we just said fuck it and remade a new page. So starting from scratch, we're well, check us out. Freshly baked podcast is yeah. what we're under now. And I'm actually talking with a guy that I've met through the Joe Rogan message boards who works for Facebook, who says that he might be able to straighten it out for us to where we can call it Freshly Baked Crackers. Get our at name some point. back, maybe reclaim it one day. But long story short, we finally figured out by trying different names. We we tried it by making uh, a name under Freshly Baked Crackers, C R A C K A S. And it was like, sure, that's no problem. And we went and looked, and there were like, you know, version. There were there were different pages that had the N word in it with an A S at the end instead of an E R. And we were like, oh, oh fuck, it's a race thing. It's because we're calling ourselves yeah. crackers. We're calling ourselves crackers, and we're based in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> so maybe that's not the most. Yeah. But it's not. We're not yeah. obviously. We're, we're goofy. We're not. Uh, we're we're nerdy comedy fans. Yeah. We're not here to <laughs> stir any sort of pot. We have no political agenda on this podcast as of yet. No. Um, I mean, unless Marvel Comics starts going up against a presidency kind of thing. Oh, Marvel, I'd vote. If Marvel Comics becomes uh, a party, a <laughs> yeah. political party, yeah. I'll become. Oh, very, we'd be down. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. I'll become a most. I'll like. Like the Young Republicans, but with <laughs> Marvel Comics. Of course, like, yeah. Why do you think Thor shouldn't be running the Senate? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, he's a fictional character. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Who's more American than <laughs> Steve Rogers? <laughs> Captain America. Come on. It sells itself. Uh, speaking of which, a lot of shit's happened since we... We really apologize, too, because... We because of this and because of some other shit, we just haven't had a chance to put an episode together. We yeah. haven't done any kind of updates on our website or on the uh, Facebook page. We've been. I, I challenge everyone listening to this right now. Any single person who is in earshot, find a way to contact Facebook. That's, I dare it's you. not just through the help desk, random fill go out through, my go box, through the fucking or yeah, help even do that. Even. Try to get an answer that isn't you went through the wrong channels. Go through the endless, the endless labyrinth that is the fucking help center. <laughs> and God help you if you find the phone number. I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys out there, but give it a try. It's good times. Uh, and if you find any sort of email addresses that are like disabled <laughs> at Facebook.com or like for disabled pages, or because they disable our page. Or whatever, you're just going to get a response that says, hey, this is a channel we no longer check. Go check out our help desk. And it's like, I understand that you get what you pay for. Facebook is a free service. But it's like, motherfuckers, you guys don't realize that you put me in an endless loop of not being right. able to fix this over here. Ugh. 
I mean, I get that they probably don't want to hear from every, you know, dumbass in the we world. We want but to comply. Come on. We want to comply. <laughs> yeah. We want to be a part of the Facebook family. We're trying to help and, you know, use it properly. The company that Ian and I work for off air that works for you you guys we're basically friends we're, we basically we're kind work of a family yeah. we basically work for facebook i mean come on guys it's just like a friend helping another friend this is like <laughs> a family member way, yes. it's like a family member when you have to move he's like i got a pickup truck this is basically the same kind of thing right That's let us all... use your pickup truck we have a very large dresser yeah full of nerd knowledge that we would like to my be... metaphor is falling apart. yeah i'm yeah, trying I... to go with you but i'm not, I'm not getting anywhere <laughs> yeah it's not good don't um we're rearranging deck chairs on the titanic so the last time we were supposed to tape an episode we were going to do an oscars we were going to watch yeah. the oscars and then do an episode but my wife got sick so we didn't get to have our oscar party but the oscars were um some some good shit one this yeah. year for, for which is good you i would have swept it I yeah. called Birdman for a lot of it. Yeah, Ian, you call Birdman for everything though. You've already called the <laughs> you've already called Birdman for the World Series this year. Yeah, you uh, called Birdman <laughs> for like every Olympic fucking sport in 2018. I'm I'm hoping to see it re-released again this year <laughs> over the summer. Uh, it will beat out Avengers. I uh, I'm gonna put that on record right now. Birdman's re-release. <laughs> Pete's Avengers this summer. I've heard that they're going to fast track and they're going to change. Uh, they've they've went and done some reshoots for Avengers too that include Birdman. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be now he's a featured be Avenger, yeah. in the uh, in the Marvel. Actually, that's a Fox thing. X Men might get him. <laughs> we'll see That'd him in be, Age of Apocalypse. Oh <laughs> Birdman shows up. But yeah, um, some cool shit. One, you know, my my big person I was rooting for that night was J.K. Simmons, Simmons, and he yeah, won. So definitely. I thought he was fucking. Awesome. I'm uh, I'm glad that uh, Patricia Arquette got for Boyhood. I sure, thought she was yeah. excellent uh, in that. See, I still um, Boyhood was still what I liked Whiplash the most, but I thought Boyhood was the best movie that came out this yeah. year. As much as I and I thought Birdman was fucking kickass. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just went some places with Boyhood. Yeah, which we've talked about before on the podcast. We're not going to sit here and talk about Wes Anderson movies for an hour. <laughs> right. We and wouldn't want to do could, something like that. I could continue mentioning uh, Birdman for the thousandth time yeah. and piss off everybody who hasn't heard me at work but but anyway um so yeah so that's something that happened since we've been gone for a while uh some good stuff won some um uh the guy who won for uh theory of everything i think definitely yeah. should have got best actor red main I, I, I couldn't fucking tell you stephen hawking name. he was stephen fucking hawking, stephen hawking yeah. he was excellent that but was been, really i didn't phenomenal. see that till like right before the oscars yeah and yeah, I, thought, so I, yeah I thought he was phenomenal that blew me away but in uh more Nerd news, what we're more uh, focused on. Some cool shit has happened. You know, last time we talked about the fucking, uh, you know, the the most beautiful moment in nerd history recently of Spider-Man Get coming the to the back. Mar- yeah, the, yeah, the old fucking web head is coming. <laughs> um, which we've learned recently, a really cool thing is that they're, uh, they're not ruling out they're uh, a non- Cracker yeah. Spider-Man, a, <laughs> right. non, a non-white guy Spider-Man, yeah. which is really cool. So That would be fascinating. Whether it be Miles Morales, you know, I mean... Sony also just inked a deal with the Russo brothers, right? Who directed Cap Two? Yeah, they're they're directing Cap Three. Um, they were pinned or pegged to fucking direct Avengers Three because Whedon is gonna or Whedon, Whedon. is gonna st- is gonna walk away after Avengers Two from what I've read, right? But now they've signed this deal with Sony, and people are like, oh, are they making the fucking Spider Man movie? And yeah, 
I think that Drew Goddard has already signed on to do the Spider-Man movie. I'm, I'm not think, sure. Who I'm pretty sure that's Cloverfield and right. Cabin in the Woods, which he did with Wedding. Or yeah. Wedding. So it's good to know which that is he's, great. Yeah. he's a Whedonite that's going to be involved in that. And I know that this thing with Russo is the Russo brothers is still kind of uh, open. They said that it's definitely like they're going to be watching something. Something with no them, one but... is talking about is a community movie. Yeah. Yeah. We it gotta could have be it in this multi-picture yeah. deal that they've done with Sony. That's we true. Might get, we might, I mean, the Russo brothers, they're the only people besides Dan Harmon that are billed in the credits right. as the creator. I mean, yeah. so fucking how great would that be? Yeah. I mean, Getting uh, a big studio behind it would be really nice. Which would, I mean, and, you know, like, it seems like in Hollywood, whenever somebody gets into a position of power somewhere like you know they're crow like anything else it's political their cronies oh, yeah. get in and the people that they're affiliated with start getting more work through that company so like will that lead to donald glover being spider-man right could that help they, at least? they've yeah. said they wanted a high school guy but he still looks pretty young yeah you know? i think he could still play young for a little he while he could play at least early 20s yeah you know and i think that'd be really cool if we could get donald glover i think he'd be really good i mean i don't know who else i don't know of course, then too, not even just being really. able to play him. You. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing is, even if he could play him, would he be willing to play him for that much longer? I mean, he still is actually older than that. He's going to be in, in multiple pictures, evidently. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So we might want to go, or they might be thinking about going with a younger well, person. The, peop- the other names I've heard batted around um, are the kid from the Maze Runner. Okay. Which obviously there's no comedy or humor in that movie, yeah. at all, so I don't know how hard he would to kind of really judge that. Yeah. Go as the wisecracking webhead, but the other one I've heard is Logan Lerman, who is the kid from Perks of Being a Wallflower, okay. not the not the dark headed um, gay dude that is not the Flash, play the Flash kid, right. right? The other guy, the main okay. character. Okay, yeah, I could so, see that. Yeah, and he's been in a few other things. He's a pretty. I like that kid. Okay, I yeah, think he's, I think he's a pretty good little actor. Um, I really do think the other guy, though. The, uh, who's playing Flash? Yeah. Yeah. He, he really is. Yeah, I think he'll be pretty cool. I'd like to see him in more stuff. He's cool. Um, I'm, I'm really, I think it's cool that DC is casting an, an openly gay dude to play the Flash, too. Yeah. I think it's like. Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, pretty good step. They... Well, it's about time we just stopped giving a fuck about this yeah. shit, you know? And just like, who's a, who would play the fucking part good? Right, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and like the idea of us getting a non-white Spider-Man and like, let's just all be fine with that. How right. About, how about we're If just... he captures the character, what does it matter, yeah. does you he, know? Does he fucking shoot webs? Right. And fucking fly? Okay, then that's fine. Is he pretty funny? Is he yeah. entertaining to watch? Yeah, exactly. Does he get that, you know, do we get that feeling from him? That's what matters, just you because know? because something's been one way a long time doesn't mean it can't be another way. No. Let's freshen some you know? shit up a little bit sometimes, too. I mean, it's... It's kind of silly. We keep doing reboots, but we don't change enough. You change just so little to where it's just compared to what's original. Let's do something new sometimes, yeah. you know, give a little fresh uh, burst. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we know that they, the Russo brothers directing Cap 3 means they are the people who are going to bring Spider-Man into the Marvel Universe. Right. Because that's where he's going to be introduced is in Cap 3. Yeah. And we learned this week that Hawkeye is in it. So yeah. at this point, Cap 3 is like is like fucking Avengers 2.5. Pretty much, yeah. Like it's I mean, it Hawkeye, is kind of the stepping stone. Black Widow, Black Panther, fucking... Iron Man, right. Captain America, fucking Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man <laughs> and then fucking uh, Anthony Mackie, uh, Falcon. Oh, yeah, Falcon, yeah. That's seven fucking superheroes yeah. in one movie. That's 
That's another Avengers movie. That's an and Avengers that's, slate. Yeah. What's cool is that's how a lot of comics are too. Oh yeah, they do these different team ups, these se- secret have... Avengers sure. and stuff like that. Which well, you was don't part have of Civil to, War you know, or... you don't have to worry about someone's schedule. You know, if you yeah. and I were comic creators, we could put whoever. And we worked for Marvel, and we had the free license to use the characters. Right. We could put whoever and whatever. Yeah. And like, I think it's cool that they're being that flexible, and that people are signing on to these deals where they're just like, I know I'm gonna like. You know, when Renner signed on, he signed on for like five fucking yeah. movies, and there's no Hawkeye movie, so of course he's going to be showing, showing up, up in these things. Yeah. yeah, well, and you know, we're getting the Daredevil show and the Luke Cage show and stuff like that. They could show up in these other movies and vice versa. I mean, oh, I'm, it's I'm all the same thing. So that we're gonna that Daredevil by the time Infinity War comes around, Daredevil will be in the movie universe. Yeah, I'm guessing, and I'm I mean, really hoping. I mean, if with the way they're doing with Luke Cage too, now. doing Heroes for Hire, would be so easy to do. You know, maybe pulling in a. Uh, um, What's his name? Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of shit would be really easy for them to pull off, and it kind of seems like that's the direction they're trying to go. Or at least they're they're allowing themselves the ability to do that yeah. if they can and there's the demand for yeah. it. And I think that there still kind of is. I don't think people are burnt out on comic books yet, and I think no. people who are so thrilled about them... If people were burnt out were on just comic so books, they wouldn't still fucking sell them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like they comic still books are, are from <laughs> yeah. the 80s on. Right, yeah. This is something that came around in, the, in fucking World War One. Yeah. I mean, when, when did <laughs> actual comic books... Like, to 20s and 30s like so, the original first kind of pulp stuff and yeah that's... so I mean like obviously it's just we're past the fucking stupid egotistical idea it's like this is fucking stupid and for kids right. this is drawn pictures who gives a shit right. if it's drawn pictures is an interesting character so having interesting stories you know what I mean like <laughs> right who gives a fuck who... it's artwork in its own it's, it's, right you it's, know it's, it's word bubbles and blah 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 you know it's like <laughs> And then those people, like, you know, people who say that kind of shit to me, and a lot of people don't say it shit to me because we don't fucking surround ourselves with yeah, people exactly. that don't have like-minded ideas as us. Um, but, you know, anybody who does think that way, you know, it's just like, anytime you ask me, it's like, well, what do you do? When I read fucking blah, 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 and it's, you know, or I don't read anything at all. Like, you don't read anything at all. Right. Like, what are you, yeah. Why are you going to judge that I'm reading comic books and you don't read anything? At least like, my shit has some words in it. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's not like he's like, oh, last week I fucking read A Brief History of Time. Like, <laughs> it's like oh, okay. Like, all right. What do you read? The Bible? That's about it. Like, okay, <laughs> right. Okay, that's all right. But, you know, I, there's nothing wrong with my funny books either. You right. Know? right. Yeah, exactly. Or whenever someone says something to you like that, and then, like, you know, then you find out they read something like Twilight. And it's right. Like, do you really want to hold something like Twilight <laughs> yeah. up against Watchmen? Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Suck a Watchmen's won goddamn awards. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I always love the one that's like, oh, my kid loves comic books. It's like, well, cool. Maybe he'll be an adult who likes comic books, yeah. too. It's Maybe not he'll just grow up is, cooler you know? than his parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being so narrow-minded. You know what? Some kids like movies, too. Like, fuck sure. it, man. It's, it's all art. It's all media. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and you know something. The weird, the thing about like I don't have kids. My wife and I are, you know, we're talking about having kids in the next year or so. You know, and right. To me, the thing is like, when you once you have kids, like if you're trying to be a good parent, doesn't give a doesn't matter what the fuck you're into. Yeah, like it does if if it comes (laughs) to the point where you you were way into you know like my brother in law he played minor league baseball. They're obviously way into baseball. You know, like and their kid is way into baseball. You know, obviously. There's going to be some trickle down effect. But, yeah, of course. But like, if in some instance that your kid is way into something that you're not, suck it up, bitch. And yeah, go you're be into, into that what now. your kid's into. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, it's like, well, I don't <laughs> fucking know anything about theater. My kid's in the theater. And you're like, well, well figure it the fuck watch out. Watch a fucking or play. Or go and clap. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, just show exactly. Up and fucking say you did a good job. You don't have to fucking know everything about it, you know. But like, right. Don't I like I grew up in a thing where it's just like <laughs> you're gonna fucking be in and I like I liked sports as a kid, but my right. fucking I got ruined on it because it was <laughs> oh, yeah. just pushed on me so much that so now I don't face. watch any kind of sports. Right. Because I just like 
After I got to a certain <laughs> age, I wanted to get so far away from that because it was so pushed on me, which if it was just something that I could have fucking enjoyed organically, yeah. I would still fucking be probably way into going to games. Right. Or like, I wouldn't be as diehard as some of my friends are and stuff, you know. But but you wouldn't be sick of it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, fucking going to sporting events is fun. Yeah, there's definitely. no two ways about it. I still it's enjoy, a bunch like, of people I'll, excited I'll about some basketball game or something oh, yeah. like that. I'm, I can't. I'm not the kind of person that can sit and watch a bunch of stuff on TV at home. Right. Whenever, whenever I can play a video game. You right. Know, like that's yeah. just how my brain works. <laughs> but like when you're to at a go, game, oh, to go, everybody's thrilled. You can't not the have sport a good time I care at least that. about is baseball, and even at a baseball game, it's a oh yeah, blast. You're, ha- you're you know, having a good time. For, yeah. Even for me, who doesn't, I don't care anything about baseball. <laughs> I go to a baseball game, I'm like this is the fucking shit. It's well, fucking awesome. You I, can't sit there stoic around a bunch of people who are fucking yeah, oh yeah, having a good time. It's like you can just be like, no, I'm not gonna enjoy that. Plus, living here in St. Louis, I mean, the fucking fan base. Yeah. Very, very hardcore and devout, and they're like, and there's a sense of we're all in this together yeah. when you go to the game. And the stadium it's a is a very thing. fucking nice It's stadium. a city of itself coming you, from small places. You, you know? get into that stadium, and it's like, there's no way you can't just fucking, like, like I'm look at me, the guy who doesn't care anything about sports. I sit in that seat and I stay. I'm like, fuck yeah, right? This is, this shit. The lights are on and everything. It's like a, a spectacle. Night game and you're yeah. Like, yeah, it's fucking fun. <laughs> but so like you know, if I have, I'm not into sports. But if we have a kid and he's way into sports, I'll get into fucking you're going sports. To sports. Yeah, yes. exactly. Because it's not fucking about me. <laughs> right? I'm like, no, you play the guitar like right. your dad does, <laughs> right. and you fucking learn how, and you enjoy comic books. Like <laughs> I don't like comic books. I like baseball cards. Fuck your baseball cards. Like, <laughs> no. When the I kid goes to bed, like you read that, your comic yeah. books. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fucking A. Enjoy your shit when your kid's doing his thing. <laughs> and then, and, and you know, anyway. But b- back into uh, the Marvel mm. shit, though, like, <laughs> we got a new trailer for Avengers. Yes. Which is... Awesome. It's uh, And it's like, the first one was awesome. Yeah. And now the new one is fucking awesome, oh, too. Yeah. Like, it's just like... We're finally getting to see like some more so stuff and some plot, you know? Yeah. The first blink of the vision, yes. finally. Which the average person still is just like, who's the what pink guy at the <laughs> end? Yeah. But oh, that, oh, it's, I, 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 really, I think that... the I don't understand why they're doing this big unveiling with the vision. It seems to me... I read uh, there was a cool little interview on uh, Joe Blow uh, with Whedon the last okay. couple of days talking a little bit about Ultron and Vision and just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted it. I posted yeah, that, and yeah. that whole thing is is kind of neat. He just is sort of like, you know, he likes the way that he's playing with the character and, and I guess because he is kind of a... He's a fan favorite more than an... Yeah. A, a, not everybody knows who the Vision sure, is. Sure, Those sure. of us who do know who the Vision is, we're about to fucking explode with an eye shot like yeah. that. So they know what they're doing. I mean, this is just... It's true. We're, we're sitting here with microphones in front of us like, <laughs> we saw the Vision's it's eyes. The Why won't oh, they oh, show us Give more. us more. This is why. He's always in the background of the posters. <laughs> yeah. we can, you can barely see him. Well, like you said, I, I think you kind of blew my mind. You were like, you know, this is fucking Whedon. He's probably just hiding something really cool that we're just gonna have to wait and see that's what and I'm that's thinking. what think, i'm, I think I'm vision waiting for. is gonna be a, a huge part gonna of this be movie. A, i mean because he's gonna be he's an artificial thing in and of himself who yeah. isn't out for evil like ultron so he's gonna kind of be his antithesis yeah so i think it'll be kind of interesting to see what part he does play i wonder do you think i'm i mean i've never i haven't read anything on as far as bettany's paul bettany's deal with marvel i don't know if is vision do you think gonna show up past avengers 2 i don't know I'm not really sure about that. Uh, I guess we'll just have to see what his role is to play. Yeah. Uh, you know, he might actually have maybe a sacrificial thing. Who knows? You know, yeah. but uh, I don't know. We I'm don't know anything about right. it. That's what's the whole thing is so steeped in mystery. And if anybody didn't see uh, this weekend, uh, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth hosted SNL, <laughs> and they did a really great Avengers two sketch, like right <laughs> after they have quote unquote destroyed Ultron, <laughs> and he's just getting interviewed on the street by this. Uh, 
You'll just watch it. It's pretty fucking good. And <laughs> he's in the full fucking uh, Thor regalia. <laughs> nice. he's, got, he's got Mjolnir and everything with him. He's just fucking ready to fucking... He just got done killing it. Um, anyway, <laughs> just to tell you, that, uh, not to be a... But Bruce Banner's in it. It's not Ruffalo. <laughs> right. It's one of the cast members playing it. And he's just like, Bruce Banner, everybody. Bruce Banner, you did a lot of good stuff. And he's like, I don't feel very good. Did I eat somebody? Or he's like, oh, man, you had a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, oh, God. Well, that was another great thing in the trailer. We saw a moment of uh, Banner as Banner with uh, fucking Black Widow. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So there's like a little bit of something going on there. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's what you're going to try to calm him down with her, you know? And what How is that going to work? I don't know. He's um, going to get a Hulk boner. Well, that was like... like out of <laughs> all the things in the world, like, what can we do to calm a man down? Let's get him, him Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah. And that's not a good idea. <laughs> oh, God. They even played on that in the city. His heart just fucking pounds. Oh, Jesus Christ. Scarlett Johansson is sitting right there. She's touching my face. He turns into a fucking... Oh, God. He just turns into a boner Hulk. He can't, he can't deal Pink with Hulk. it. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, I just it just can't get here any sooner to me. Oh, I'm so yeah. excited. I'm, I'm so, like... It's cool to see the shit with uh, Ultron dealing with the twins. Yeah, kind of like seeing how, how they're gonna—he's gonna use how them. they're gonna be obviously a big part of this, and his as far as they're his puppets. Yeah, which is really yeah. cool—the idea that he's the robot and they're <laughs> but the puppets. He's got yeah. The, yeah, and I love all these uh, these big team shots, them leaping from in through the woods and that one little slow scene. Oh, that's scene. the best fucking and part of the whole thing. It's you so see great. All, and fucking uh, and Renner, he just he's <laughs> yeah, up, he's ready to go. Drawing his bow like, and shit. Oh god, it's yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, it's going to be really great. May 1st uh, can't come soon enough. Obviously, that weekend, the weekend of May 1st, we're going to be doing a special Avengers 2 uh, fucking podcast. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to go see the movie and then come home and immediately... immediately Spoil uh, the fuck out of it for everyone. It. So we'll have another one of our great <laughs> podcasts where we go to a movie opening weekend, <laughs> talk about it, and then you can possibly wait until you catch up and see right. the movie too. Skip but that's that how Marvel even... works. Oh, yeah. you Just gotta like get with on Agents it. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, shit, yeah, like the, the following about. week, it'll be yeah. in the shows that they've Absolutely. got going on. Uh, it totally will. Uh, and more in the Marvel world, do we... This week, James Gunn was doing an interview and said that his favorite superhero of all time yeah. will be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So, like, who Which does that we mean? We kind of talked about that. I, I like the... Uh, What's you the know, time course... frame of Guardians 2? When does that come out in relation uh, to Thor 3? That one I don't remember. Because I think it's... A rumor I've read online said that Thor 3 is going to end with Thor in a, gal- a galactic jail yeah. of some sort. Which would be some way... Uh, you know, maybe that fucking he could be introduced into the goddamn Guardians. Yeah, yeah. You know, or then too talking about the end of uh, Avengers two having to send all Hulky into space. Maybe we're gonna see the Hulk meet up, do a little bit of that kind sure. of shit. Sure. Uh, then of course that was one of the things. Guardians that I had is actually of... uh, a few months before Thor. Ragnarok, okay. So all right. So maybe Thor's out of that one. The idea of it being. Um. Hulk makes a lot more sense. Yeah, what we've got coming right now, the, oh, the order is Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Civil War, and then something we've not heard about very much at all, but comes out before Thor two, uh, 3 or Guardians 2 or even Avengers is Doctor Strange. Doctor oh, Strange is yeah. next year. I keep forgetting about Doctor Strange. They're not with really fucking, talking about with it. With uh, Cumberbun, uh, yeah. They're not talking about that much at all. No. Which um, is really kind of interesting as well. Well, and then I'm thinking about like if we're looking at some of the Sony stuff uh, right now in Guardians uh, run, they've had a little bit of Venom action going on. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I mean that's a stretch, but that would be now, pretty funny. Now one thing we we you and I talked about that at work this week and something I look I now I think in the Sony deal I'm pretty sure that the, only the Spider-Man character is coming to the Marvel Cinematic okay, Universe. I see. Anything in the Spider World still stays with Sony within and the them. Spider movies. Okay, I see. I think I think that's how it's going. And he also says superhero. Okay. So you know I mean yeah. that's I, I, but I would fuck. I, Who I'm, knows? I'm I'm from the Todd McFarlane Spider-Man era. I fucking right. love Venom. Oh you yeah, know? Like, Venom's I, great. I want. I can't wait to see Venom done correctly oh, in the yeah. Spider-Man movie. Like to me, the next Spider-Man movie, the new reboot, start with Venom. Oh yeah, definitely. Don't give me fucking Green Goblin yeah. one more time. We've done Stop that in two movie trilogies yeah. already. No more Goblin. That's what mission, he's a goddamn boring character. I'm sorry. Yes. Goblin is not a fucking yes. fun character, especially not. If they're taking them slightly more seriously, like they are in the in the movies, I mean, he's always been a really goofy character in the comics, but that's not the direction they've gone. We technically have three fucking goblins already. Yeah, we really have. That's true. Defoe, yeah, Franco, and fucking new guy, yeah, yeah. Dane Dehan, which was really lame in and of yeah. itself. He just looked like a fucking human version of the suit that was worn in the other yeah. movies. Like it just. The whole thing, we need to stop. Yes, let's stop with Goblin. Give us some fucking Mysterio or something. Something, anything different. But not Rhino. I'm a little bummed with how they handled Rhino, I think Craven could be a really cool character in a sense that it could be a little more grounded in reality. Yeah. And I kind of like the idea of him trying to hunt the Spider-Man, that sort of thing. Uh, A lot of great stories came from the Craven, the Hunter stuff. You know what I mean? A lot of great Spider-Man happened from that. Definitely. You know, I've always said, though... I, I love and I suck. It sucks that they just they probably I'm sure they won't use him since they used to use him in the first Amazing Spider-Man. But I like Lizard a lot. For, yeah, Lizard's a really for cool a character. Spider-Man baddie, I especially like, uh, since he's a good guy half the time, and and somebody mm-hmm. Peter looks up to and everything. It's it's a very cool dynamic. I know this is really maybe a weird thing for a kid to notice, but when I was a kid, like the comics, and then there was a Genesis game, mm-hmm. a Spider-Man game, and then even in the cartoons, like you realize that a lot of times Spider-Man is dealing with. The, the lizard in the sewers. Yeah. And the whole fucking web slinging thing isn't such a... It's not that big yeah, of a deal. Yeah, he can't really he can't do that really down there. He can't just get up out of the area and, like, fucking... Yeah. And fucking fly off somewhere because he's, he's stuck he's in He's more trapped, yeah. Whatnot. And I always thought that was a cool dynamic with them yeah, fighting in the... Ex- basically grounding him. Yeah, I realized that playing the old fucking Sega Genesis game or <laughs> Sega game, whatever, just like, yeah, when you fight the lizard, you're stuck in this fucking area. Can't really, you really can't swing, swing around, around that yeah. much, yeah. I did like how they played with it in uh, Amazing Spider-Man with the uh, him shooting the webs to try to find yeah. him using the vibrations. That was really cool. Yeah. I enjoyed that uh, kind of moment. The first Amazing Spider-Man it's was really so good. good, yeah. And the second one was so fucking <laughs> It bad. was in so many ways. I don't understand how like the same people are involved with those two movies because yeah. they're very, very different. They're very different. They look the same. Yeah. If you look at them, you're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely yeah. a sequel to that movie, but they're not at all the same. No. You know what it was? Dennis Leary was the linchpin of that series. <laughs> that's what it was. They killed Dennis Leary off in the first one. <laughs> he was like, I'm just going to go back to stealing Bill Hicks jokes, and he just took off. <laughs> And fucking took the soul of that movie. He was yep. like he was like Cliff Levingston. Here's a, here's a fucking sportswear <laughs> reference for everybody out there. He was like Cliff Levingston for the '90s Bulls. He wasn't the fucking star of the show. He wasn't Spider Man, but he's the heart <laughs> and soul of that fucking team. <laughs> so you know, so the lot we have a lot of cool stuff coming up as, as far as Marvel. I mean, May is just we're you know nine weeks away from. Oof. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, no, we're less than that. We're in March now. I'm totally yeah, we're in March my mind. Now. We're yeah. six weeks away from... It's right around the corner. Six, Yeah, five or six weeks away from Avengers 2. So that's that's just fucking... I'm I can't, I can't wait. It. I cannot fucking wait. And then we get Ant-Man this year, too. Yeah. 
So I'm and then not... we get fucking Star Wars. It's like it's just, uh, I'm getting bombarded this year. Not to mention in between, we're getting Mad Max. We get fucking. When is the Mad Max release date? Because uh, that one, it's I... the same month as um, uh, Avengers. <laughs> because I keep uh, oh, it's in May also. I think it's in May also. Fuck yeah, yeah. And, it's gonna uh, be a good summer at the movies. Tomorrowland's coming out soon. Tomorrowland looks really cool. Uh, Kingsman's love. already out. We need to fucking. We jump need to on go that. sing Kingsman. This we're both off this week. We'll <laughs> yeah, do a dude day. Stuff up. Watch yeah. Kingsman. Um, Fuck yeah. And then uh, we, you know, I'm gonna take the time right now. We have a little just because it came to my head just to say uh, thanks to everybody who's been listening. Um, a lot of times it's just Ian and I expounding about video games and, and, <laughs> yeah. car- and you know comic books and stuff and. We haven't had a lot of guests lately, and soon that is going to change. We have some really amazing shit fucking lined up, like <laughs> to the point where this thing that we started, we, we were talking about earlier, like this thing we started just to do for fun, and we would be doing it regardless. Yeah, of, it happened no if matter we what. We were just listening to it on our own. Um, yeah, we, it's it's really becoming something that we're getting some legit people coming up. So, um, just to throw some people out there that we've talked to, we have not everyone has a firm date, but. Uh, coming people coming up are indie rock band The Penny Surfs. Um, we have Crack.com's Michael Swain. That's going to be in May. Um, once uh, the mo- once Travis Long's new movie B Roll comes out, we're going to have another episode with Travis and uh, his writing partner Lenny and yeah. some more of the people of the crew that worked on uh, B Roll. Um, this week, at some point, we're recording an episode with Nick Mundy, uh, funny man extraordinaire from. Conan, collegehumor.com. He's a Team um, Tiger Awesome is his own yeah, video does, site with two other guys. Does uh, the stuff for Team Tiger Awesome. He's uh, obviously, we got him through our buddy Travis. He's <laughs> in Travis's first movie, Kill Me Now. Um, and you may have recently seen, he just released a video of him dressed up as George R.R. R. Martin and doing a yeah. Taylor Swift remix about Game of Thrones. <laughs> so he's coming up pretty soon. Um, some other people. Uh, kids band The Wiz Pops. Um and then some more musical acts that we have coming up too. That's going to be pretty good. We have a couple metal bands coming in. We have we have some really good <laughs> it's shit. It's going to be up. nice, yeah. Um, so to learn some new things from some new people and have sti- some good shit. So thank you for sticking with us, and it's just yeah. going to keep getting better. We've got a lot of cool <laughs> people that are coming on, um, either in the studio or through Skype or however we're going to do yeah. different ones. But yeah, thanks for the support. And, and we have a sponsor now. Like we're fucking legit. We're we're getting up there. Yeah. Basically, like basically at this point, it's just <laughs> us, Mark Maron, and Joe Rogan. Yeah, and definitely. The That's we're it. Uh, we're about, we're a goddamn media empire now. We are. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, back to movies. Um, fucking oh, fucking Neil Blomkamp. Oh God, and, this news. And this is some crazy shit too, <laughs> because I've never seen in the history of like, I'm not in the movie business, obviously, but like. <laughs> I went to school for it for a little bit. I've always just loved film, and, like, I've always just... I read fucking new nerdy movie websites every day, right. like, top to bottom. Oh, like, yeah. Everything that Joe Blow, Ain't It Cool, Superhero <laughs> Hive, Latino Review, all these different people <laughs> report on, like, I'm always reading. So, um, I've never seen something go from concept to fucking... We're fucking... We've got people passed. <laughs> yeah, it was a in blink. In, like, three weeks. Yeah. This has happened in, like, three weeks. Oh, like, yeah. since the last fucking time we recorded a podcast, yeah. this has all happened <laughs> for a couple of... It was he, like, I heard about Chappie, now Chappie is out, and between that time, this all has yeah. happened. So Neil Blomkamp, the director of the new movie Chappie, also did District 9, which is his opening opus, which, which is, is amazing. Awesome. And then the lesser Elysium. Elysium, which he even admits he didn't get to make the movie he wanted to with that. Yeah. 
But uh, looking big time, looking forward to fucking Chappie. He's the guy oh, that yeah. gave us Shardo Copley. Oh yeah, they yeah, probably that's true. wouldn't have Shardo Copley, yeah. you know, go rocking around nowadays. It wasn't <laughs> for him. So basically, this dude has wanted to make an Alien movie for a long time. A movie that bypasses everything after Aliens. Yeah, this would be the true Alien Three. Yeah, the, the, in his mind, and uh, he's like he says a, a good a true end to Ripley. Right, and. The fucking way to the point where like they're ignoring those movies, the other ones. <laughs> yeah. To where like the continuity is not going to be right. It's not even going to work anymore. out. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be like you can go down this path of <laughs> shitty movies, or right. you can go down this path and see Blomkamp's <laughs> fucking finale. But uh, oh god. He so he basically got on Twitter and released a few pieces of uh, concept, concept art. art that he and a guy had worked on. You know, just directors do shit like that when you're when you're in a, a big director and you've got people like. Giving you development deals and different shit like that. Right. You're just always fleshing stuff out. Like you know, he, why not? he first he started out wanting to make a Halo movie. That was his yeah. big thing in the beginning. Yeah, I'd heard about that. And then uh, I think there's he made a little Halo movie that was online, like a little ten minute one. I'm pretty right. sure. I'm pretty sure somewhere hmm. that exists. I could be crazy. <laughs> but uh, so it went from this concept art to the whole internet going, "Yeah, let Blomkamp right. make a fucking Alien." He movie. could do that. To Blomkamp signs on to make a fucking alien movie <laughs> right. to Sigourney Weaver's cast. <laughs> yeah. like, this is in three weeks. Hollywood takes fucking years to get right. shit done. You know how long Prometheus <laughs> took fucking Ridley Scott to get made? It's an insane amount of time. It took him forever to get someone to fuck. And now it did decent if he can get another Blade Runner made. Right. Like, finally, but like fucking for some reason, they're just like, and I'm this is gonna me. Work. I'm just like Chappie must be really yeah. fucking good. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. For them to fucking just be like, give him the keys of the kingdom, whatever, right. whatever. So now at this point, like, they're like shooting test footage and yeah. starting to put to, like some makeup effects and stuff. The we're people seeing. who have taken over Geiger's shit, like mm-hmm. his team, they're working on it. They're fucking yeah. starting to put stuff together. All this stuff is happening. They've really got. <laughs> Blomkamp is they're like they're doing rewrites on his script and getting right. it fucking banged out and finished like <laughs> in three fucking weeks. <laughs> like it took a, how long did it take them before they could fucking cast the third fucking role in you know right. <laughs> in some fucking movie? But yeah, this movie's they're gonna shoot it next week and right. it's gonna come out at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gonna be competing with Star it's com- Wars. No, it's coming out May first. It's com- <laughs> yeah. like not only this, it's coming out to fucking we're gonna. <laughs> Take down the Avengers. It's actually secretly been done for years. There, yeah. <laughs> he just was amazing. like, "Can I do it? All right, done. We already yeah. we already had it in the can. We're getting." Everyone's like, "Sigourney <laughs> Weaver's way younger in this. What's going on? Like, this looks like it was made in like '94. No right. one knows that he made it '94. Yeah. He had a huge budget. Geiger was still alive and did all this stuff for it. But uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, H.R. Geiger is the is the artistic director of all the Alien films. He's the guy that conceptualized Plenty of robot everything. Yeah. And- all kinds of good stuff. Lots of uh, lots of aliens that look like dicks. Dick aliens. Um, well, alien is about rape. Base, yeah. You know. You know. Chase them down. They fuck you in the face. Yeah. Then, then a fucking baby bursts. And out really, of your it's chest. all about man rape. And it's uh, penile dentata. It's a dick with teeth. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You really <laughs> read into that. That's uh That's gonna haunt me. Yeah. Just, well, just knowing how much just you as it has me that, for yeah. years and yes. years. Now I pass that evil <laughs> on to you. I won't suffer alone. Don't you put that evil on me, and Maxwell. Um, Too late. Uh, yeah. So uh, something else we want to announce, because uh, not this coming week, but the week after, our favorite show in the world comes oh, back ever. Community. Community. Um, and if you don't know much about Community. 
you should right now get onto it. If you watch fucking like seven or eight episodes a night, you can be ready for the new oh, season. Oh yeah, it goes by quickly. It's good and shit. it does. It goes by really oh. quickly. Um, so coming up soon is going to be the uh, uh, community season six. <laughs> We've waited for six seasons in a movie. Waited, and we got it. it's coming on Yahoo screen. So what we're excited about, we want you to be excited about. We want to let you guys know that we have a spinoff podcast coming <laughs> for 13 weeks every Tuesday night after community. After we, after we come to my house after work, <laughs> watch community, we're going to sit and talk about it with um, our new co-host, our third co-host <laughs> for this new spinoff show, our good friend Andrew Metting. Oh, yeah. We'll be the third, uh, third wheel on this tricycle. <laughs> Being a third wheel is usually bad, but not if it's a tricycle. Right, then, you have then to it's have perfect. A third wheel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or else you just fucking the front end would just fall <laughs> into the concrete. It would be super. So the three of us are going to come. We're going to watch the new episode of Community, and we're going to discuss Community. So we're going to, we'll probably be keeping Community talk off of this podcast a little bit. Right. Since we will have a completely. We will be inundating the fuck out of another one yeah, with so it. So starting the seventeenth this month, a week from this Tuesday, check us out. We will put, a, an, I promise, another episode every week. And it will be called the Delta Cubes. Delta Cubes. Because the Delta Cubes will never die. Never die. Never die. <laughs> um, and it's gonna, we're really looking forward to it oh, because it's be good the times. three of us just fucking love this show completely. <laughs> and it's going to be fun just to, to watch this new season that we didn't oh, even. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we didn't, didn't even think, think we were going to get happen. it. Yeah. yeah. And now it's just, yeah, we were blessed with it. Oh, so And a fun trailer plays with the Avengers and everything. It's yeah, just oh, it's yeah, such yeah. a fucking good time. Community. <laughs> Age of Yahoo. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. So now, though, it's going to bring us to our segment, our only real segment of the show, besides us just bullshit talking back and forth. Our real, our segment of the show, which is Ian is introduced to a hip hop album. It's a clunky title. It is a clunky title, and this one. This week, this episode, let's get ready to rumble, ladies and gentlemen, because Ian gave a listen to the seminal Tupac classic album, All Eyes on Me. Uh, both, you know, one of the one of the early double albums Ooh, right. in hip hop. I remember, I feel like I remember the second Wu Tang album being the first one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's let let's let Pac speak on us for a minute here. Let me let me tell you a story about this album real quick before we get into what you thought of it and <laughs> All stuff. Right. Um, if I don't, I don't know if he's listening, but Travis, our, our good buddy Travis Long, director of a phenomenal film, Kill Me Now and the upcoming B roll. Uh, when we were younger, the day this album came out, uh, or maybe wasn't the day, but the week it came out, it had just come <laughs> right. out that week. Travis was putting a new CD player in his old Bronco that he had at the time. <laughs> At my house in our my garage, and I remember before we did it, we went over to Disc Jockey, which was the <laughs> name of the fucking CD store in the right. mall, in my hometown. We went over there and I bought this, and we fucking I just remember listening to it and like <laughs> uh, 
whenever we knew the CD player was working, I remember like listening to California Love and be like, oh, right. fuck yeah, let's go drive around and fucking listen to CDs because I'm fucking dating the shit out of myself. When you have a fucking CD player in your car, you baller. Um, yeah, so, you know, CD players were new then. That was like a, oh, was yeah. like a $250 investment at that point. Um, so I just remember listening to this album like just because California Love had come out Months before the album did. Right. It came out like, I almost feel like it was getting cold when this came out. Mm. I don't know the release date exactly, but California Love was the hit of the summer. Right. Leading up to the album coming out. It had been the, you know, it's it's one of the fucking, I'm sure nowadays on hip hop radio stations, it's still one of the most played songs. Oh, like, I'm, I'm sure. sure it's still yeah. in heavy rotation. That's one of those like, ones that even like a, an uninitiated, uninitiated sure. kind of person like me, like I've heard that song a thousand times. Everybody like, has heard yeah. it. Yeah. California love. <laughs> right. You know, like, the, and uh, the actual the version on here is a different version. Oh yeah, if you notice whenever you listen to okay. the California Love on here, it is not the same. Yeah, it is it's, it's this remix. Yeah. It has a different beat to it, which mm. was something that fucking pissed me off to no end that night yeah. because I was like, this isn't the fucking version from the <laughs> fuck. We've been like, hearing I, this for so long. I it's was not the so right pissed one. off. I oh, remember being like, funny. why did they put this other version on here? You hmm. know. Um, also, the Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. That was a different song at first. Weird. A totally different song. And really? Wally, even though you're gone, you still got love from bone. It sounded totally different. <laughs> and I'll see you in the crossroads. <laughs> As opposed to bone, 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 bone. The fucking whole other song that was all churchy and shit. Huh. Um, yeah, so it has a different version of California Love on it than the big hit version. Interesting. Which is which is which I always thought was really strange. Yeah. Um, so what did you think about it, Mr. Uh, Uninitiated? I, I want to say that like of the ones that we've done so far, it's, it was probably my favorite. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. I think that really I just I, – I, I've said this before. I think that uh, it seems to me the West Coast stuff has more of that funk background. While the Without East Coast stuff kind of feels more like it has an R&B sort of background, sure. which I like, but I am going to always go for a funky bass line over anything else. I mean, it, it, and I think that I liked Biggie's style better, sure, okay. but I like this music better. Sure, I, and you I, know, the, like the, this album also has just got Dr. Dre's Yeah, and that's, and that's what too. we were talking about, too, is that comes from My Love of the Chronic, the yeah. one album that I do know back-to-back. Sure. Funky bass lines, uh, good piano shit. riffs, yeah. stuff like that, you know. And, uh, of course, hearing dudes like getting, hearing Dre on there and, and Snoop and uh, his fucking Method Man shows up on a track, I think, is really awesome. I, I like hearing those extra guys in there, but... Uh, now, the first disc is basically like a, a, a 90s hip-hop gr- playlist. Yeah. Um, when you look at, like, <laughs> All About You. Which I really love that one. That um, one How good. Do You Want It. Yeah. Two of America's Most Wanted. I like that one a lot, too. Life Goes On. Yeah. California Love. Right. Uh, I Am Mad At You. Right. Yeah. Um, All those I mean, th- really those, good. Yeah. every single one of those, I think, had a, phone, uh, had a uh, video. Right. Like these, like, these are songs. You'll hear Two of America's Most Wanted today. Right. Every single person who <laughs> is like a big hip hop head today, right? You would say, uh, "Do you know the words that fucking t- of two of America's most wanted?" Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Of That's like asking a rock and roll person. You know, do you know? Have you ever heard fucking Brown Sugar? Right. Sure. <laughs> yes, I've heard it a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> once or twice. Um, maybe. How do you want? It's the same thing. You know the case. Yeah. I mean, the, these those are and huge they're so songs. catchy too. Those were really fun to listen to. I liked those. I really liked uh, Scandalous. I thought it was awesome too. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> As you start playing As some start scandalous, play. yeah. <laughs> but, well, let's uh, take a listen. Let's let's uh, let's take a little listen to scandalous here because it does have such a, a great and classic beat. Hey, Nate, you know you got the vocals on this motherfucker. Now that uh, 
that roo that you hear like in the bass. Right, that yeah. Effect, that's like that's so P funk. Yeah, definitely. You know, you, you, you know you're always gonna hear a lot of P funk in Dr. Gray stuff, right? But like that whole West Coast funky. I met you through my homie, now you act like you don't know me. So disappointed, cause baby, that shit was so phony. It's not phony, you see no love before my coach's homies. What Man, you know my I do, I really like him. It. It's just good, he's just fucking incredible, too. And why ain't mad at you, baby? Go ahead and play them fools. They chose not to listen, so now he's stuck inside his house. And can't leave without his bitch permission. He was he's so good at painting a picture. Yeah. He's definitely. really good at like like you see the scene. Right. He might tell, not tell you a whole story, but two sentences might just tell, might just put a scene of something happening. You get what? Like, yeah. Oh, you know about this guy and this girl. Yeah, and, his and lyrics are incredible. That absolutely. was I really enjoyed that. You know, a lot of people uh, look at him like a like a prophet. Right. Almost, you know. Um uh for me it's definitely life goes on though. It's probably my yeah. favorite track off there just because uh, me and some buddies, like this is one of our favorite songs when we were younger. This is one of our getting fucked up to songs, <laughs> you know, when we were in high school right. And, and right out of high school and stuff. And um, but let, let's uh, just for a second, I want to play um, this classic beginning song just for any of my hip hop heads that are out listening here because this piano, just this piano line in the very beginning of it, like. Anybody, like I said, anybody who's way into hip hop can hear dun 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 change, and they know exactly <laughs> what the fuck is happening. Right, like, there's not a single person that doesn't know exactly what song this is for those three piano notes right. and the word change. <laughs> like change, shit. <laughs> I guess change is good for any of us. Whatever. And that, like to me, that was the difference, the big difference between Tupac shit, and Biggie. I ain't mad at is you. Biggie didn't really have a message. You. Right. I mean. He was a wordsmith, right? Uh, and he he had a I, he's my favorite rapper, right? But Tupac had a message, right? Every single song is a is about something, and every every song is about something. But like, like it has a I meaning. Mad at you, it's, you know? He's especially like the the video tie mad at you. You need to watch it sometime. It came out after he died. Oh shit! And they used lookalikes and stuff in it, and, right? Um, it was very very cool. Well done. You'll have to see it, but uh. I'm gonna turn this down for a second, but the thing, like, T- Tupac definitely like has a message. Like he has, you know, songs like I know you haven't heard it yet, but it's like stuff off his earlier albums, like Brenda's Got a Baby, which is about a dumpster baby. Damn, I mean, it's a fucking dark. Brenda's right. got a baby, and she gets, I mean, she was molested and raped, shit, and gets gets pregnant from it, and like, it's a fucking <laughs> that's dark heavy, fucking yeah. song, you know. But like when he put that song out, there's a lot of people that fucking spoke to, right? There's a lot of people in some real fucked up. Biggie was never gonna make a song like that. Right. Biggie didn't. Biggie w- didn't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. Like, he wasn't trying Biggie's to touch somebody. Biggie's the guy who notoriously yeah. was the whenever a pregnant woman came down the block to the corner to try to buy crack. Everybody's like, "We ain't fuck you. Get the fuck out of here." And Biggie's like, "I'm here to make money." Right. He walked over there and sold that woman crack. <laughs> like, Tupac. He's, Tupac cared a lot. I mean, he was raised by a woman. He definitely right. cared. He he was misogynistic, but he also cared a lot about the struggle of women. Right. Uh, the song "Keep Your Head Up." By Tupac, which is something you need because you might have to. I might throw another Tupac album at yeah. you next, since I realize how much you really enjoyed this. <laughs> I one. did. I really dug this um, because he does have a. I mean, infinite, not infinite, but he has a lot more material out there than Biggie does, obviously. Right. Um, but yeah, like I said in an early one, I feel like Tupac is kind of like a preacher almost. Yeah, he, he's not preaching the gospel; he's preaching the streets, right? And he's explaining to you the. He's giving you a view of something. Biggie did too. Biggie gave you—he gave you the first album. 
crack life, the drug mm-hmm. life, the life on the streets, the life of cutting up you know rocks in, in an apartment right. somewhere and going down on the street and selling them to people. And the second album was he told you about his life then, you right? Know, afterwards, or even some of the older stories, you know. But he told him his stories as a man who had left that, right, and had gone into you know something under Puff Daddy's wing and, yeah. and become a pl- more of a player and a baller and wasn't so much of a hoodie wearing right. street thug that would you know give me the baby rings and the number one mom pitting it you know he's not gonna right. rob moms anymore he's a different guy but he'll still tell you stories about motherfucker I was that did guy. it yeah you know Tupac on the other hand always had a message he always he always was talking about something whether it be the government right or just you know African American men in general, right. and where he saw them, and what he what he what he wanted for them, and what he hoped for them, you know, right. and things like that. Like he was much more socially conscious of a of an artist than right. than Biggie was. You know, he still looked he was at a spokesman like that. for, for sure. that kind of thing. Yeah, sure, and that's gotcha. why that's why in the black community he is looked at like more than just a rapper, right? And why you do see more and more and more Tupac stuff because Biggie was just a rapper, right? He was a great rapper. Tupac but was kind of a Tupac social inspired a lot commentator people. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, his words still inspire a lot. Of right. People. You know, um, have you ever heard the song Changes? Changes, where he samples the um, Bruce Hornsby. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah, dun. I have heard that. I mean, you read yeah. the words to that. There's yeah. never going to be a Biggie song like that. Right. You know, I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. Mixed place hate makes disgrace of races. You know, like stuff <laughs> right. like that. Like misplaced hate makes different races look stupid. Right. You know, like yeah. Um, just he he was a genius guy, but he actually was like a guy that really cared. Right. As much as he put on a player persona and a right. organizer and stuff like that, there was also his mom was a Black Panther and he grew up at Black Panther right. and stuff like that. So there's definitely that thing going on there. Um. Anyway, what what were some other some other stuff that you enjoyed about the album as in general? I mean, just did you uh, feel like I said like the first half is definitely not heavier as far as great songs? Yeah, the second one? Uh, I didn't mind. Not like I disliked the second uh, disc. Uh, um, I mean, I really liked. Uh, let's see, when we ride was awesome. Um, picture me rolling. Picture me rolling. Thug passion. Yeah, there are some good songs. All eyes on, there. on me, but they're it just, just not as accessible. Yeah, I guess it would it be? They're they're more the they're more the deeper songs on the second yeah. album. Yeah, I found uh, I would put that on if I wasn't really like if I was trying to put on something and like maybe read or sure. think about something else. But that first tra- disc, I was really listening to more. It, it caught my attention more. Yeah, I yeah. guess is what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it felt track for track a little more solid than the second disc. Yeah. But I'd still listen to the second disc. I still throw them both on. And speaking know, of the whole. You know, the whole P-Funk influence onto Dre, mm. which then became an influence basically onto all of West Coast hip-hop, and right. really in hip-hop in general. Yeah. You know, you listen to, like you said, The Chronic, you know, One Nation. Oh, no, I guess that's Bop Gun by Ice Cube. Because right. it got, you know, Ice Cube, obviously, a compatriot of Dr. Dre's. Right. Someone else who was waiting, you know, like uh, Let Me Ride by Dr. Oh, Dre. Oh, yeah, that, definitely. Like, a lot of that kind of stuff is, you know, took right from, like, that's why I got into Parliament Funkadelic. I had no idea who Parliament Funkadelic was, <laughs> but you read who the fucking samples are on the right. chronic, and you see Parliament Funkadelic. Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, they're who all fuck over is it. This shit? Yeah, right. Who's George Clinton in this shit? You know, and then like <laughs> you listen to something like Atomic Dog, which later became What's My Name by Snoop. You right. Know, Atomic Dog, <laughs> yeah. which later became Snoop Dog. Right. Like. I've always been that guy. I've always been like, I like this. Where the fuck did, Where did this come, come from? from? What made them do this? Even right. like listening to something like uh, like the Avid Brothers. You know, right. Like, where did they fucking get into? You know, you start Doc Watson and you start looking at these right. other See those old bluegrass pickers yeah. that they were into, you know, or whoever. And uh, 
That's why I think it's really awesome when you hear the opening track of the second disc and it starts off with George, with George Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. And it has the most funky, <laughs> P-Funk inspired Dr. Dre beat ever. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> and uh, the song is called Can't You See Me. The blind stares of a million pairs of eyes Looking hard but won't realize That they will never see the pee I mean, it's ridiculously yeah, funky It really is I love George Clinton <laughs> He's so, so much. fantastic oh. First celebrity I ever met yeah, in my life Was George so Clinton great. when I met him Um Hell of a show. I oh, really man. Awesome. Um, oh, and you know, something else we didn't talk about was. Uh, um, that's because it's not on here. Never mind. I was going to say his song with Bone Thugs, but that's on their album. Oh, okay. His album, yeah. Um, which is called Thug Love. Right. Okay. Pock and rip with Thug Love. It's, oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not as good as the Biggie song with right. Notorious Thugs. That I do believe that's song a better is so yeah. good. And after we talked about that the other day, about how they were the only people who had done a song. With Biggie and Tupac, right, and Easy E. Oh, really? Before he died, yeah. Wow. That was who discovered Bone, Bone Thugs. Thugs. Oh, Easy E. Bone really? Thugs went backstage at an Easy E concert and gave them, gave him their demo, <laughs> and rapped for him, and that's how they got signed. That's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea. So they were on Ruthless Records. They that's were on so Easy cool. E's record label. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's actually your assignment for next time. Okay. It's going to be the album East 1999 Eternal. All right. By Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> uh, Bone Thugs are actually all reunited right now, and they're touring and they're doing the album cover to cover. Oh, shit. It is their classic. It's their classic album. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think you'll really enjoy it. Those That'll are guys be... you talk about a lot. That, I was uh, grown I, up. I never really knew anything. Huge about. fan of Bone Thugs and Harmony. Cool. I just remember like the first time I saw anything was um, the Thuggish Ruggish Bone video, <laughs> and it just starts off with just uh, you know it's this this you hear this uh, I don't know if it's Farrakhan or who, but yeah. we're not against rap. We're not against rappers, but we are against those thugs. And this fucking little music kicks in, and this fucking chick starts singing. And when Lazy Bone first starts rapping, he's just sitting on this curb, and he just kind of stands up. And it's fucking in my brain forever. Just the, And it's like sepia tone, and he fucking... St- and I'm just like, fuck, I don't know when I was like 15 or whatever I heard. I was just like, boom, that hit me in the face. I was like, I like this. This is cool. I was alive. I like you know, this. I'm a fucking 15-year-old white kid from Ellen, from Little right. Town, Illinois. I'm the farthest thing from a thug. But I just fucking enjoyed it. Like, it's right. just like, I don't identify what they're talking about but i get what they're talking about right you know like i'm i understand the painting they're that they're painting right I get the picture <laughs> i've never lived the picture right but i you but as they paint it, it i'm like it. oh fuck this yeah cool. you know yeah you know like <laughs> you know like even in uh in, in a tupac album you're going to listen to down the road when he does the song keep your head up you know like the little things that he talks about like about being a young black man and stuff like that. Like, I didn't ever experience that. Right. But he painted such a good picture that I understood what he was talking right. about. You know, and, and like, uh, you know, I, I remember Marvin Gaye used to sing to me. He had me feeling like black was the thing to be. And suddenly the ghetto didn't seem so tough. I thought we had it rough, but we always had enough. Like, I didn't live that <laughs> life. But he speaks about it so well that I get it. You get it, I get yeah. That, I get that the world... You can see that. Especially in the 70s when he was younger, I get that the world could fucking be a hard place, even today, Oh yeah, as a young black male to look at. And especially in that time right after, you know, the 70s and oh, race yeah. riots and shit like that. And they lived in California and shit and then right. dealing with ra- race Seeing riots and stuff shit. like that. And be like, I remember Marvin Gaye used to sing to me. Right. You know, like, he listened to his, like, and he had me feeling like black was the thing to be. Like, 
I fucking did I ever feel that? <laughs> no. Do I get it? Fuck yeah, I get <laughs> right. what he's talking about. I'm empathetic to this the yeah. idea of what he's talking about. And it sucks. I'm sorry that you had to live in a world like that, but it's cool that you can vocalize it. <laughs> that and you make that kind other of people. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really great Tupac material out there. He's one of those guys, and the, the, his his work ethic and the way he way he worked was is legendary. Yeah, he just had a booth in his house, you know, and he just walked in there and just whether it was to a beat or just to a just a click track, <laughs> he just sit in there and you know I picture perfect, I paint a perfect picture, bump, and he just by himself. <laughs> Holy get, shit, he would get fucked up, right? Hanging out with people or whatever, women, whatever, and he'd be out drinking and smoking all night around his house and doing whatever. Three or four o'clock in the morning, that's when he's in his zone. He's going on stage. Oh, yeah, just hit him. it. <laughs> and he just fucking verse after verse after verse. That's why for years after he died, there all was this so shit much started stuff. getting ref- Because yeah. no one knew who had the rights to it. Right. You know, the, the studio engineer who was working with him thought he had the rights and blah, blah, blah. And all these people would release these Machiavelli albums. There were like seven Machiavelli right? albums when he released one before he died. <laughs> And it, it was all, and you know, people like, is he still alive? Is still all yeah, this shit right. coming out? Like, well, that's because he would fucking. Dude just was prolific. Every morning at three in the morning, he'd walk downstairs and record an hour of fucking music. <laughs> right. So, I mean, what do you. <laughs> and all he needed, he just showed me, like, here, find, find beats for this. <laughs> yeah, put some music put to some that. Put some music to this shit. And people are like, this is fucking, whoa. You know, say I got a roll with my Glock. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ, this guy's a fucking genius. But yeah, uh,. But whenever Bone Thugs came around, they really they were something new and they were something different that I had never seen before, and I just fucking super gravitated really to them. The okay. the sing songy kind of hip hop that they had, and yeah, you're gonna you're gonna love their uh, you're gonna love East 1999 Eternal. It's okay. really really great. I'm it's a about great this one. fucking album. It's I believe it's it's a single disc, but it's a long one. It's got cool. a lot of songs on it. Um, yeah. It's gonna you're be gonna good love it. I'm man. First of the month, one. yeah. Uh, the classic song, first of the month. You're gonna get okay. uh, Mr. Bill Collector. You're gonna get <laughs> Bud Smokers Only. You're gonna get a lot of really good nice. songs. I'm excited. Um, is there anything else you've been listening to lately, music wise? Uh, I've been listening. Well, uh, the Birdman soundtrack, of course. I've been yeah, all yeah, over yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and the Whiplash soundtrack, I think, is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I've been doing the Whiplash soundtrack um, a lot too. I just got uh, the the Super Smash Brothers soundtrack from Andrew. I've been listening yeah, to the last some, couple of days. And, and, and reading uh, play, well, well, Ready, Player, Ready one. Player One. Yeah, it's been like the perfect combination so far. Uh, I'm really enjoying that. It was kind of neat that they, they gave that out for the Club Nintendo. Um, I've been actually going back over some Incubus. Been listening to Morning View a lot okay. this week. Okay, I can But get down uh, that. nothing really new. I'm, I'm wanting to get that, uh, that new Modest Mouse. I'm going to oh, try yeah. to hear yeah, yeah, some yeah. of that shit. Um, and then the one from um, Noel Gallagher from uh, Noel, Oasis. Noel Gallagher's yeah, High Flying Birds. I want to hear that really bad. Um, basically, because I'm waiting for the new Gorillas, more or less. Uh, I love his shit with Gorillas so much, but uh, I like his solo stuff a lot. Did too. you listen to that Everyday Robots album? Uh, no, no, I did not. It's really good. You okay. Should, you should check it yeah, out. Yeah, I want to listen to that. I've been doing, a, uh, I do it every year. I just start a Spotify playlist at the beginning of the year, and I just start. I just add stuff to it as it right. comes out. So like, I've only done it for the past few years, but I have like a. Uh, let me see what I have. I have a, a 2013 favorites, a 2014 favorites, and now <laughs> I'm starting a 2015 favorites. Um, and stuff in there is obviously every every all three of the new songs that that Kanye has put out. Okay. Um, all day, um, only one and four or five seconds. How do you feel about those? Awesome. Yeah, really good. All of it awesome. Okay. I know a lot of people don't fucking like Kanye West. I don't give a fuck if he is as a person. I'm not hanging out with him. I'm not I don't care what he is like in his personal life. I like judging by is his output. And, right. Uh, it's just 
The dude has fucking so many layers. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how much. Shit. A little and bit I, of stuff we were I going love through the last all few the days. fucking uh, uh, touches of Paul McCartney on these first three songs. Oh right, yeah. I forgot like Paul's only on this only stuff. one is he plays. Well, uh, for first of all, four or five seconds. The one that's Rihanna and Kanye. The one that's right. more of a sing song. That's all. McCartney on the acoustic guitar. Oh, okay. He plays all the acoustic guitar stuff on it. And the end stuff sounds Beatlesy after it gets out of there. Right. And then there's only one, the one that's uh, from the viewpoint of his mother. His oh, yeah, yeah, okay. To him. Right. McCartney plays all the piano on that, all that electric piano. And then after he gets done, it goes into this real Beatlesy instrumental thing for like 30 seconds. Like huh. There's this long point. And then now on the new one, on All Day, he sings and stuff at the end of it. After this, oh, this so hard cool. ass thug track, it goes into this fucking thing where you hear him kind of like quietly singing at the end of it and playing along. Interesting. This stuff. It's just it's crazy to me that like to me that's complete validation for everybody who makes fun of me for being a big Kanye West right. fan. It's just like we well, you know who else is in the is in the club of fucking <laughs> right. Kanye West fans. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. <laughs> so suck a bag of dicks, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I've enjoyed the shit of that. Nice. Um, I'm enjoying um, the the two songs that we've gotten from the Mowgli's from their new album. Okay. I've really enjoyed I like that. Those guys a lot. Um, I've I've liked every fucking song coming off this new uh, Action Bronson album. Oh yeah, acting crazy, okay. Terry. Um, there's Easy Rider, and then the new one with Chance the Rapper, Baby Blue, was really good. I like Chance the Rapper's verse on that. I'm, I love Action. Bronson. I need to listen to him. You keep and, talking uh, some good shit. We'll get him. He'll, okay. He's going to be one of yours. You have to listen <laughs> to Blue Chips too for sure. Um, so that I've been listening to. Uh, the new stuff from J.J. Gray and Mofro is great. Yeah? Um, I'm just going to play a little bit of a song here. Uh, this song, Everything is a Song. Um, I think these guys, have, or J.J., has really super uh, come into his own once he's got this fucking horn section yeah. and everything. He can like really realize these songs the way he wants them to. I mean, this was stuff I was saying sounded a lot more like the band. Yeah, really cool. Sounds a lot like the band. I also th- hear a lot of uh, Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. But that's got a really good groove to yeah, it. You guys, uh, the whole album is out. The new uh, Old Glory, it's called by uh, JJ Gray and Mofro. I have to add that to the list. Um, and then, and then the most recent thing is obviously this new Kendrick Lamar. The big, big oh, news yeah, this week yeah. is Kendrick Lamar. We've known he had an album coming out this week, but he's just like, oh, by the way, that comes out in two weeks, <laughs> and dropped a single, and uh, it's called The Black or the Berry, and it's really good. It's fucking, Kendrick is such a fucking beast. Kendrick yeah. is, is, in my opinion, behind Kanye, Kendrick's number one in the game right now. Okay. He's over anybody out there doing it, and I cannot wait. His last album was is an album you'll listen to. Right. After... After all this stuff that you're hearing about from, uh, you know, you just heard and stuff like Dre and Snoop and all this West Coast stuff, you know, the West Coast fell off for a long time and hip hop went back to New York in a big way. Okay. And down south, down south became a huge thing, you know, and um, a few people brought it back to the West Coast. You know, the game really started to, but Kendrick Lamar came out with his debut album as like, he put, he's, it's like Dre. He put an album out. It's immediately classic. Right. And Dre produced it. Oh, okay. You know, Dre cool. did the whole fucking album. Yeah. So it's just like... And this new one's his only second one, right? His second major label. Okay. He has a couple underground albums. He has okay. Section okay. 80 and another one. And uh, I've only listened to Section 80 a little bit. Andrew loves it. He yeah. said it's fucking phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. So I need I need to bump it a little bit more because it's, the beats are really good. They're not Dre beats. Right. But it doesn't matter. He's just a fucking he's monster. Good. And yeah. he's like, just the way he can... He can do the Andre 3000 thing where, you know, I am a Santa. We can oh, sing right. kind of thing, you know, nice. like a weird space thing. But he's also just, 
He can attack like a fucking ferocious pit bull. You know, he's not pit bull. Pit bull's a fucking terrible athlete. <laughs> An actual dog. Um, a real pit bull, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, strangely enough, that I really enjoyed this year is this song EXO by John Mayer, strangely enough. Okay. Which is another one of his, uh, like, uh, um, born and raised era type okay. songs. It's very That's much like Americana kind of stuff. And an acoustic still. and, uh, and a That's harmonica cool. kind of I song. did dig on that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, I'm real hit and miss with that guy. Half of his career I fucking love, and half of it I yeah. throw in the trash. Yeah. And him, I don't... Well, I, he does a lot of pop stuff, but that, that Americana kind of shit he did yeah, is, I, uh, is really good. I think really that Born good. and Raised album's yeah. phenomenal. Um, I agree with that. So that's about it, you guys. Um, we can't, we're looking forward to, uh, like we said, you know, uh, this week we'll have another episode up with uh, Nick Mundy from Conan oh, yeah. and uh, Cracked and... and uh, college humor and, and uh, <laughs> Team Tiger Awesome, Team Tiger Awesome, and all that stuff. He'll be on some night this week. We're not sure he was sick this weekend, so uh, as soon as he gets a hold of us and says he's well and ready, he's going to be on. Be done. Uh, so we will check back with you then. Um, and I don't know if Ian will have have time. Well, we're off this week. You can listen to your Bone Thugs album. <laughs> yeah, I'll, so try to, I'll get, shove it can, in there. Yeah, you can get some. Maybe uh, I'm sure if Monday likes hip hop at all, I'm sure that he enjoys. Uh, he enjoyed East 1999 <laughs> Eternal. Um, and that's about it, guys. So uh, check us out on Facebook and uh, like our page, please. Freshly and Baked Podcast. As freshly of right now. Baked Podcast. Uh, comment, like, activity. Get on there and do some shit. Yeah. We're going to have some uh, given ways here pretty soon with some cool swag. We'll have our new logo, which will be on some stuff. We we'll, might get some merch in we'll the future. Maybe uh, throw out a couple t shirts and a couple bumper stickers or something Shazam. here pretty soon. Um, so thanks yeah. for bearing with us and thanks for listening as always. And we promise from here on out you're going to get a lot more uh, regular content from us. Oh, yeah. Um, and like I said, fucking tons of cool uh, guests coming up in the f- next coming months and shit. So we've, we're pretty, at this point, we have like a dozen or so guests that have <laughs> said they've come on. So we're booked. We're literally booked up until the end of the summer. Fuck yeah. So we're going to be having a lot of people come on, a lot of cool people to talk about the shit they do and stuff like that. And we, uh, we hope you guys are going to enjoy all of it. Yeah, learn some new things with us. So until then, until later on, we see you this week. Have a great week and uh, enjoy, enjoy your, your boils. boils.